Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Look, over the past two years, Donald Trump has done a few bizarre things in his time as president, to put it mildly. Yeah. I mean, that's not an original take. <laughs> that's not my fresh take. Really? <laughs> Tell me more. Not the most... Not the most... Uh, Usual presidency, it's fair to say. However, today, I think he might have outdone himself. There is a certain food that he's eaten in the White House while he's there that I think there, there might. there's an image that was taken today that I think will be the defining image of this time of our lives. This is the image that's going to be in history textbooks. It's not it's only food that he had in the White House. Yeah. It's food that he served. Yes, and the quantity of it. To guests <laughs> yeah. in the White House. When you think of the White House, you might think of fine dining. Oh, completely. Uh, meeting with some of the world's most powerful people. Yep. You don't think of the food that mm. was served in the most powerful building yep. in the world today. We will get there before um, one o'clock. But if, look, if you're after a perfect summation of where our culture is at in 2019, we, the, the, I think this will sum it up really, really subtly. We'll get there soon. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, I was in a shopping centre yesterday with my wife and this kid mm. just smoothly rolled past us. They were wearing Heelys. Oh, Hello. And my wife, Sarah, goes, are Heelys back in? And I was like, I didn't know they made Heelys anymore, the shoe with a wheel in the heel. When do you reckon Heelys' peak was? 10 to 15 years ago. Uh, My younger brother, Hudson, when he would have been like six or seven was into Heelys. He yeah. totally caught the craze. That was about that, 15 yeah, years ago, was wasn't 15-ish it? 15-ish years ago, yeah. yeah. So so that that sounds about right to me. I'm, I'm getting a early, mid-2000s vibe from Heelys. So I was wondering, seeing this kid go past in Heelys. I was like, yeah. are Heelys coming back or were they never gone? Oh, that's a good question. So I looked, I, up, yeah. I looked up Heelys' website to see what was going on. Sure. The discovery I made was quite amazing. Yeah. Not only do Heelys still exist, are you aware mm. that they make Heelys for adults? What the hell? <laughs> no. They make adult-sized shoes with wheels in the heel. Oh, my gosh. Is that news is that, to you? Yes. I thought it was only for yes. kids' sizes. I had no... Okay, are we talking like dress shoes that people can wear to work at the office? Here's the interesting thing. Yeah. There's obviously the ones with lights and the brightly coloured yeah. ones that you would expect from Heelys. Mm. They also have plain black ones that seems to me mm. that they are for dressing oh, occasions. They're to gosh. get you into a club. They're shoes that will get you into a pub or a bar. Could it, Could a lawyer wear these to work at the office? Um, because that's that's know. an entrance to the courtroom. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone wearing those to a job interview are actually going to get the job. Yeah. I believe, are you wearing Heelys? <laughs> is probably the first question asked in any job interview. It should, if it's not, it should be. So uh, the good yeah. thing there is, like, you could you would be able to exit quite easily <laughs> and gracefully. Yeah. Can I ask how much was a set of adult Heelys? This is the next point. Yeah. Surprisingly reasonable. <laughs> Between forty and sixty dollars. Oh my gosh! What? So the long and the short of it is, I'm thinking of getting some Heelys. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. What do you think? I think we should get Heelys. Yeah. Are you on board with that? I'd get Heelys. Yeah. And you know what? I, do they have? I've just had a product idea for them. Yeah. High Heelys. Yeah. <laughs> high heels with wheels in them. Yeah. Well, so how would that work? I don't know. You just put a wheel at the little stem at the bottom of a high heel. I'm just, the way I'm thinking about this. I'm just thinking if this is going to be applicable for the adult world. Yeah. The the opportunities are endless. 
Look like, at look at all the varieties they have of adult heelys. Oh, that's a cool show. They have high high tops. Yeah. They have ones <laughs> that look like to be honest with you, I'm pretty sure they're a rip-off of Vans. <laughs> they have ones with lights on them. Ones that look like globes from the early 2000s. I reckon that's an original run Heelys. <laughs> I reckon they made those in 2001 <laughs> and yeah. they didn't sell them all and they still have boxes in the warehouse. Those okay, are the well, ones that are really cheap, to be honest with you. <laughs> Those are the <laughs> ones that are discounted. So they're around $40. If yeah. you want to get like the ones that are just a bit more plain, that's going to set you back 60 But do you think we should get some Heelys? I think... Well, at this stage, I think we'd be mad not to. Yeah. We can, we can be rolling into 2019. Yeah. That can be the catchphrase <laughs> of this show. Rolling into 2019. Every night we can roll into the studio. Could we start a Healy's gang? Do you know You what, know how there's like motorcycle yeah. gangs and yep. everyone gets together and they ride their motorbikes? Yeah. Could Just you, cruising down the streets. Could you and I start a Healy, <laughs> the Healy boys? That's pretty, oh, that's pretty good. Oh, no, the Healy people. Well, that's true, because everyone's we want it welcome. To be, we want it to be open. Everyone's welcome. We can chat about all this sort of stuff. We can even get bomber jackets. Yeah. That could bomber be. jackets. Yeah, that's what, that's what you have in a gang, isn't it? I've no. only seen West Side Story. That's my concept of gangs. <laughs> Don't um, they wear leather jackets? Uh, that's what I meant. I okay, know. that's what you meant. All right, okay. Well, this is, this is a really exciting... I mean, last time on the show, Zach, you did talk about getting a flip phone for the show. Now you're talking about getting Heelys. Mm-hmm. Are we just trying to bring back 2003? Yeah. Is that what this show's doing? I want to get it? those wraparound Oakleys. <laughs> The brightly coloured ones everyone was wearing in the early 2000s. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, it is January 15, exactly two weeks into 2019. My understanding is that you, only 15 days into the new year, have already failed all of your New Year's resolutions. Yeah, and you say this, and you seem shocked by this. I think it's pretty common for people to have failed by now, isn't but it? how many have you failed? Yeah, well, okay. Maybe that's out of the ordinary. I've, I've failed. Well, I've failed 10. That's almost um, one a day. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> I did set 10. My theory this year, because I, like everybody, New Year's resolutions don't stick for, for long for me. And my theory heading into New Year's Eve was maybe if I set 10. Yeah, it's a scattergun approach. Yeah, that's it. One will stick. One will stick, and then when people ask me next New Year's Eve, hey, what was your resolution? I'll just tell them the one that stuck. So is January 15 a record for you? Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, no, a long record. What do you mean? Is oh, that the longest, longest you've gone? ever gone? Uh, oh, it's not too bad. But I, did, I haven't made it to today. They were gone by January 10th. <laughs> okay. That was when the last one went. So it was one. It's like an advent calendar. It's like a New Year advent calendar of disappointed. Can you give us some of the resolutions that are gone that you failed? Yeah. In the first 10 well, days of the new year. Do you want to know the first one that went? Yeah. Uh, the first one that went was eat vegetables every day. Yeah. So how many <laughs> days did you keep up that for? Uh, that was gone by midnight, January 2. Yeah. So, so you did one day. One day I had a vegetable. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had chips. But that's, <laughs> what a potato. Yeah, but like good chips. Like as in thick cut chips. That's no better. That's no better. No, because when you... They're probably, depending yeah. on where you got them from, very yeah. processed and full of oil. Well, no, my point is, though, it wasn't like a packet of potato chips. It yeah. was like, actually, there was potato in there. Yeah, no, that's not... This isn't particularly... Okay, well, then I... Uh, sticking, yeah. a, a, a distinction you need to fight. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, the second one that I lost was uh, don't sleep past midday because I, I can sleep late into the day. You know me. And I was like, you know, I only have pre-midday every day. That was January. Did you honestly yeah. think, did you honestly try to yeah. not do these things? Yes. I feel like that one's pretty easy. January 4. January 4. So three days I was up pre-midday. And was that well, hard? Were you trying no, to get up pre-midday? To be honest, January 3, I woke up at 11, but I went back to sleep at 11.30. But technically I was up pre-midday. Yeah, okay. So, I yeah. feel like that you didn't even try any of these because those no. ones, it's pretty easy to eat vegetables for two weeks. 
Yeah. Well, I did try it. I had vegetables today. Yeah. It was good. More than one? Were they um, potatoes deep fried? <laughs> uh, the next one to go was I, I didn't want to have naps every day because I nap a lot. You know me. I yeah. nap. I'm like a, do you know Snorlax, the Pokemon? Yeah. A bit like Snorlax. I just nap. I just fall asleep. Well, we know you didn't do that one because yeah. there was that day you got up at 11 and went yeah, back to bed at 11.30. That was actually, that was sort of two resolutions gone in one swoop. So that was harsh. Um, so the, did you not yeah. want to do one nap this year? Was that your re- resolution? Oh, I wanted to go on like a one nap a week maximum. Yeah. Um, and that hasn't happened. I'm Are you about, napping every day? I'm pretty much a daily napper right yeah. now. So Are people listening to this, yep. uh, learning about your lifestyle. What do you mean? Oh, they're learning that. Don't have a lot on. That you, well, <laughs> that you're, what you're telling everyone is that you don't yeah. eat vegetables. You, you mm. struggle to get up before midday. Well, hold on. <laughs> okay. You, no, can I struggle. clarify? Wait, wait, hang on. Yeah. So your day to day life is you yeah. get up after midday and you still have a nap. <laughs> when, it, yeah. when are you napping? You know what? Shut up. When are second. you going back down? After, so you get up at 12.30. When yeah. are you going back down? About five. Okay. Yeah. You're like a baby. <laughs> You're a newborn. Can I say, we're only focusing on the negatives here because obviously I didn't need to resolve to change the good bits of my life. Yeah, fair enough. So that's why we, it, 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 this is a bad view of my life. Any others? Uh, well, I wanted to read for at least half an hour every day. I thought yeah. that'd be good. Read yep. more. That's yep. gone too, yep. though. Um, These all sound like preschool activities, don't they? <laughs> Make sure you eat your veggies. We now have reading time after playtime. Now everyone go down for a nap. Well, the good news is my arts and crafts resolution now yeah. still going strong. I, can you cut straight? <laughs> How are you going with that? This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Tell you who I feel for, Dom. Baristas. Because mm. I believe the people who make our coffees, their job is getting harder and harder. Uh, orders are getting more complicated and more particular. I was in a coffee shop today. This is what the person in front of me ordered. Yeah. A quarter strength latte. Oh, no. Quarter strength! <laughs> well, that's not a coffee anymore, it's is milk. it? It's <laughs> milk! It's a warm cup of milk. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that's a, like double shot has been a thing, you know, yeah. to express more strength than your coffee before. Yeah. But I've been hearing different, like, half strengths and stuff recently. Quarter I strength, think... I don't even know... Like, like how how do you put so little coffee yeah in the cup? It's like it's like adding milk to a coffee stain. Well, do you remember? Do you remember when I ordered like a what was it? I got like a mocha with three sugars and marshmallows a few years ago. Yeah, so and you're the, adding to this problem. Well, yeah, really, I am part of the problem on this one. But the barista sort of took me to task and said, "You don't want coffee. Just stop. No. Just order a hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. You're not here for coffee." The, what I also figure too with like the I think half strength. Mm. maybe is pretty easy to figure out. But these guys are making a thousand coffees a day. Yeah. There's always these big long lines. Don't give them a math problem to do. <laughs> no, I mean, they ha- like how complicated are the fractions getting? <laughs> and how far, how far can you take that? Really uh, we in. asked on Instagram yeah. for baristas to vent, yeah. to get it off their chest. What's the most extreme order mm. you've ever had? Some of these are so good, Dom. Yeah. Uh, Becca says that someone ordered a large caramel latte with three extra shots, an extra shot of vanilla, <laughs> three sugars, and extra, extra hot. Extra, extra hot. Who the hell needs a drink extra, extra I hot? I want it like molten lava. <laughs> if it doesn't burn through my tongue, I'm sending it back. Like, I know it's a common thing to request to have a, maybe a coffee just warm or maybe, maybe even slightly hot, but extra, extra hot. There's a human can't drink that. Uh, Breezer has yeah. said that she had a customer who yep. orders a half strength hot chocolate. <laughs> okay. That's can't ridiculous. handle the full flavor. <laughs> Got to tone it down. I think at some stage people just have to think that ordering a hot beverage isn't for them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just it's not for you. Just get a cool drink. Get a bottle of water. Well, actually, That's what you want? Uh, 
Funny you mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, someone said that one of the orders is a cappuccino mm. at room temperature. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's safe. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, this is the second night of the show for 2019. Um, and we're starting, look, we're getting a little bit concerned, Zach, because one member of the team's not here yet. We're missing a producer. Yeah. Yeah, producer Michael. He but... hasn't come in two nights in a row. <laughs> and, you know, one time you don't come into work. Yeah. I guess people will be like, I don't know, maybe they're sick. Yep. The second time, I'm like, does he know that we're back on air? <laughs> did someone, did we Did we forget to tell him? I mean, we know he's been on a, what, Japan holiday. Yeah. Is where well, he's been. according to Instagram. Yeah, that's what it's, either that or he's amazingly similar to the moon landing. He's staged, not that I think the moon landing was staged, similar to what they would say. Yeah. He's staged a whole holiday in Japan. Either way, we're trying to get to the bottom of where exactly he is and why he's not here. He joins us, hopefully, with some answers. Hello, Michael. Hey guys, how you going? Uh, we're okay. <laughs> Can we look? Let's start with the obvious question. Uh, where are you? Um, I'm in Taipei, in Taiwan. Okay, you know that uh, <laughs> you're the producer of this radio show, and uh, we are back on air at the moment. Yeah, sorry about that. I got a bit distracted with my holiday, and I may have uh, misjudged flight times, and so I'll be there for tomorrow, hopefully. Well, okay. what we're hoping for. Mm. We, we feel like what we can do as a bit of a peace offering is we're wondering while you're stuck in the airport in Taiwan, whether you could bring back a gift to the radio show that we could then give away as a prize. A souvenir. Absolutely, I can. Um, okay. Something I've got some, uh, some snacks, some international snacks. How does that well, sound? Yeah, maybe, no, that's yeah, good. That's I, good. I, I like that because those are easy to send to Dom. Because yeah. I, I don't want him to bring back like a snowboard. Okay, no, that sounds good. I'm happy with that. That that's sort of our that can be our compromise. You bring back a, a souvenir, a gift for us to give away on the show tomorrow night, and we won't mention the two shows you've missed. All right, that sounds like a plan to me. Everyone cool. listening must be like the radio industry is the easiest <laughs> industry in the world because. <laughs> If I came back to school as a teacher two days late yeah. with a snack to give the kids, yeah. I would not be let off that lightly. No, look, it, there, isn't, there isn't a strict uh, paperwork system here. Really, we just kind of go by the flow. But um, it's good to hear you're still with us, Michael. It's good to hear you are planning on returning to the show. Um, please be all good with customs, and uh, hopefully we'll see you tomorrow night. All right, that sounds good, guys. I'll see you in about 24 hours. My theory, Dom, he's not yeah. in Taiwan. Yep. He's uh, just gone to a noisy corner of his house. <laughs> he forgot. <laughs> he's just having a nice sleep in, enjoying 2019. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, we are a few weeks into 2019, Zach, and there is an enormous comeback that is being staged this year. Someone we haven't heard from in a number of years has chosen 2019 as their comeback year. Really? There's um, obviously been a lot of remakes of yeah. movies and stuff like that mm. uh, launching a yeah. lot of comebacks, but is this someone new? Well, America's Got Talent is uh, doing a, the season at the moment. Obviously, that's um, Simon Cowell's main thing, I think, is, is that version of the show. And um, they are doing a season of champions. So it's sort of people from around the world who maybe have done well in their versions of Got Talent or in America. I think Australia's entrant is Justice Crew. Um, Justice Crew and America's Got Talent, which what? is pretty... I know, Justice... Yeah, quite... I, actually, if you want to hear a bit of Justice Crew chatting, here's them on America's Got Talent. We are Justice Crew, and we are the winners of Australia's Got Talent Season 4. We've established ourselves and made a bit of a name in our country, Australia. We've had five top ten singles, two of which were number ones. But we really want to crack the US. So Justice Crew's representing us over there at Good the moment. On. 
Yeah, I feel it's like kind of like a weird Eurovision, isn't it? A little bit like that. Um, We're sending our you know representation over to America to be in this can, uh, game show kind of thing. Well, there is one artist though, as part of the America's Got Talent champion season, which has made me so excited. I tuned in and I heard this voice act, and I knew the comeback was on. My name is Susan Boyle. I am from Scotland, and I'm a singer. Susan Boyle, has she gone somewhere? What do you mean? What do you mean a comeback? I thought she's been making music (laughs) for the last 20 years. Okay, well, you you don't like Susan Boyle, and you've been getting stuck into me on this show about my love of Susan Boyle. Yes, I don't like Susan Boyle, but I had assumed she had been releasing music (laughs) over the last 20 years. She hasn't been in the mainstream, has she? Ever? Yeah. uh, What do you mean? But her music isn't mainstream. She's not going to be on a pop station. She's going to be on... I don't know, a much older station. Have a listen. This is her having a chat with Simon Cowell uh, on the stage of America's Got Talent. Susan, I mean, genuinely, I'm, I'm beyond thrilled that you're here tonight. I'm happy to be here. It's great to be in America. And then have a listen. If, you, if you're wondering, does she still have the great voice that sung I Dreamed a Dream 10 years ago in 2009? Oh, my gosh. What Doesn't that give you chills, Zach? Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> See, here's the thing on this show, is I've loved Susan Boyle. You know I've watched the I Dream to Dream X Factor, or no, Britain's Got Talent audition, probably 50 times in my life. I yeah. love it. It's one of the most stirring pieces of art that humanity's ever had. It's beautiful. Yeah. I'll watch it again tonight. But Britain's Got Talent is the high point well, of humanity's I'm, creative expression. Susan Boyle on it? Yes, yes it is. Yes, yeah. it is. And you, you know what? I've stuck by her. I've been a Boyle boy yeah. for the past, you know... 10 years, you've got... Well, I don't think you have been, because you're calling yeah. this a comeback. If yeah, you were a Boyle well, boy, no. you'd be saying, uh, don't call it a comeback, no, baby. It, I've, she's been releasing music all these years. No, it's like a, it's like the stock market. I've stayed with her while her stocks have been down, yeah. and now it's a boom. She's get, This is the year of Susan Boyle. I'm calling it now. 2019. I'm making a prediction. Year of the Boyle. Within two months, we'll be playing Susan Boyle on our show. You had a year of the Boyle last year, didn't you? <laughs> but it was <laughs> yeah, very a medical condition. Yep. Sitting um, too long. <laughs> Anyway, within two months, we'll be playing Susan Boyle on this station. Um, that's my prediction right oh, now. really? What Susan song? Bo- Is it going to be a cover or original? Uh, original. Yeah. Susan Boyle's going to release an original song that will be the number one pop song in Australia mm-hmm. by March 2019. It's a bold, it's a bold <laughs> prediction. Yeah. It's surprising that he's put a month on it. Usually he's a little more vague, so he no, can backtrack out of it. It's the year of the Boyle, and I'm telling you... Buy, like, if I was like a stockbroker, I'd yeah. say buy now. Because yeah. this is going to, it's like Bitcoin. Yeah. It's going to go through the roof. Pop that boil. <laughs> yeah, 2019. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Maybe the weirdest moment so far in Donald Trump's presidency happened earlier today. And I, I realize how bizarre it is to say that because there is a, you know, if this was an award ceremony of Donald Trump's weirdest moment, it would be a long ceremony. There's a lot of contenders. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was having a, like it was a, a championship baseball team was coming by the White House to celebrate and they were going to cater for them. And you might think if you're going to the White House, you know, you're going to go meet the president at the White House. Throughout history, you would think we're going to get a sit down, three course meal, you know what I mean? Fine dining sort yeah. of, the sort of experience you'd only get at a five star restaurant. Instead, um, well, well, here's here's Trump talking about what he served them. So I had a choice. Do we give you some little quick salads? And I said, you guys aren't into salads. Or do I go out and send out for about 1,000 hamburgers? Burger King, Wendy's, and McDonald's. We have Big Macs, we have Quarter Pounders with cheese, we have everything that I like that you like. And I know no matter what we did, there's nothing you can have that's better than that. 
Yeah, they served guests of the White House mm. fast food. Now, yeah. the government is shut down in America at the moment, and yeah. so their usual people, mm. chefs who usually cater, aren't currently working, so they needed a solution. Yeah. I'm just not sure whether getting <laughs> drive through was the best solution. Well, I remember when I was a kid, if, you know, mum was away on holidays or something and dad had to look after dinner one night. That's what it sounds like, we, Yeah, it? it does sound a lot like we, we'd end up in the Macca's drive-thru. Yeah, with a KFC the bucket. Yeah, that's exactly what's happened here. I'll do the cleaning <laughs> up, someone says, as they throw the bucket into the bin. There is this remarkable photo that's going around on social media of Donald Trump standing in this, you know, uh, very fancy room in the White House. There is a portrait of Abraham Lincoln hanging over the top of him, yeah. and the president, Donald Trump, stands there in front of pie piles, piles of Big Mac boxes. Yes. It is one of the more bizarre things I've seen in my life. Also, what I don't understand is like when I was seven yeah. and I got, uh, you know, a MVP, most valuable player <laughs> yeah. on the football field, <laughs> I got a McDonald's voucher yeah. and on the way home would get McDonald's drive through mm. I would have thought once you reach the pinnacle of sport... <laughs> And you win a baseball championship and you're in the White House. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought the reward was still the same. No. A McDonald's <laughs> cheeseburger. <laughs> I, look, ultimately what's happened today, it's going to end up in history textbooks. I think this is the, an image that's going to define it. I can guarantee when we're here in 12 months and we're watching, you know, all those like New Year's Eve packages that wrap up the year. Yeah. The shot of Trump standing in the White House with thousands of burgers around him is going to be in the, the montages. So did he go through the drive through That's a great question. In 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 his motorcade? <laughs> call, you'd have to call ahead, wouldn't you? Oh, 1,000 <laughs> quarter pounders, please. Yeah. Secondly, surely they were cold. Well, that's this Fast is the other food thing burgers, they yeah. stay warm for about 30 seconds. It yeah. would have had to be at least an hour yeah. after they were ordered that they made it to the White House. So you have these professional baseballers in suits... Yeah. Eating cold hamburgers. Well, see, this is my theory, actually. You've just touched exactly on... I've speculated this for a while. I think Donald Trump has fired his usual chefs and set up a McDonald's in the White House. Oh. <laughs> I've been thinking this for a little while now. So you think there's, there's a McDonald's on the inside? Uh, completely. I think Donald Trump has a speaker box next to his bed, like you find in the drive-thru. Isn't that the and, dream? <laughs> I think it is. Isn't that the dream? <laughs> and I think that you yeah. wake up and roll over... <laughs> And say a sausage and egg McMuffin, please, and it gets delivered to you in bed. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I heard someone ordering a quarter strength latte Mm. at a cafe today, and I thought, geez, baristas must be putting up with a lot these days, because I feel like coffee orders are getting more and more complicated, more and more particular. And I think um, people are getting more and more confident ordering ridiculous things. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe in the past you'd feel a bit embarrassed, but because people might've got an AeroPress for Christmas or something, suddenly they feel like they can go up and they know what to order. So we were asking Mm. earlier tonight uh, for baristas to air their grievances. The most complicated, Mm. the most particular, the most extreme coffee orders they've ever had. We've got some more coming in on Collective Noun's Instagram, Dom. Tell me what you think of these. We had uh, from Nath. Mm. He said that he's got an order that the coffee had to be so hot that it still needs to be warm in 20 minutes' time. So they're giving specifics of time periods. So I understand. I can understand where that customer's coming from because that customer's thinking, I'm not going to be, I'm taking it back to a boss maybe or to a coworker. Okay, well then coffee doesn't travel that far then. But also. You can't can't do something that's beyond the levels of physics. To get it that warm, you'd need to burn the milk, wouldn't you? Yeah, 100%. Uh, Hannah says that she has a customer who asked for a half strength decaf Zimmel latte. 
I think at that point, so yeah. Zimmel's not real milk, mm. decaf isn't real coffee, <laughs> yeah. and half strength, I think it's a glass of water. You're getting pretty close to that. Uh, like, And also, it shouldn't be, there should be a syllable limit. Do you know what yes. I mean? Or oh, your coffee order yeah. should have a, a limit like of syllables. Yeah, 140 characters or whatever it is. If you can't idea. fit your coffee order in, <laughs> in that period, you're not allowed to order it. Uh, that is all we got time for um, on the show tonight. If you do want to hear the full thing back, you can search for Collecting Down on iTunes and get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 11. Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.